Spazzin' Out, America's podcast, recorded live from Boston, broadcasting around the world, covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's podcast. Um, when getting ready for today's podcast, I had some things that I already had pre-thought about talking about. For for example, I got some moonshine from a listener who listens to the program down in North Carolina. He, he sent me up some moonshine because I always talk about how I'd like to try moonshine. So moonshine was one thing. I was going to try the moonshine on the show. Probably, probably will. Wanted to talk about college debt, student forgiveness, uh, or, or college loan forgiveness. Wanted to talk about the $15 an hour minimum wage that's going to get taken out of the coronavirus bill. I wanted to talk about a scumbag that threw a police officer into oncoming traffic, into oncoming traffic, and all that and more. And what I didn't want to talk about, but I changed my mind on, was the passing of uh, of a friend, Jerry Barry. A um, got it. A, a great guy, one of the best people you'd ever meet. Uh, to to kind of paraphrase or to say something that my buddy Mike Ingle said about him, he he always had a smile on his face, made things, you know, that that made things that were difficult. He'd say it with a smile. You know, he, he, you'd be heading into a bad situation. He'd have a big ass grin on his face, and you thought you'd handle it. Now, there's so many things I could say about Jerry. I, I really don't know where to start, and uh, we don't have to take up the whole podcast talking about it. But I, but I have to talk about it. So I guess I'll, I guess I could start from 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 the beginning. My friend Jerry, um, you know who I, who who. I lost touch with. I haven't really. I haven't really seen Jerry in about fifteen years. He moved to New Jersey. Yeah, I'll start from the beginning. Jerry Barry, myself, and my buddy Laugh, we were friends as kids. We played Pup Warner football together. Uh, we hung out together. Uh, when we were on the same team in Pup Warner, we used to play video. We'd play Nintendo together till three, four in the morning. We played Techno Bowl. Then when that little when that when that pad came out. For the Nintendo, you guys remember the pad? You'd, you'd run the running pad for a Nintendo. You'd run on it. We we would use that one time. In fact, we were using it. It was like three in the morning, and uh, my buddy Last Dad came flying upstairs. Big John, the bull in the woods, came upstairs. What the hell? He's yelling, "Get up!" And Jerry laughs at him. He, Jerry has had this big shit-eating grin. Jerry laughed at, at at. He wasn't even laughing. I don't think he just smiled at him. And his dad was like. His dad, Big John, was like, don't fucking laugh at me! It's like four in the morning. And we're getting ready you know, to go play pup on a football. And it, remind, and it reminded me of a time where Jerry was a lighter uh, guy, tall, very good athlete, very good competitor. He was a competitor. A deceivingly good competitor. Uh, m- meaning he had that big smile on, on his face, but then when it came time to play, when it came time to game time, 
you wanted the ball in Jerry's hands. You wanted Jerry on the wrestling mat. He was a state champ in high school. You wanted Jerry was a, a, a cross-country runner. You wanted Jerry. So anyways, once I, we're on the A's, I think, and Pup Wana has weight limits. You can, you can either be too light or too heavy. Jerry wasn't heavy enough to make the A team, and they have to keep him down on the B team, but we wanted him on the A team, and I never forget they strapped ankle weights to his ankles, and then they put on the jogging pants, and then he got on the scale, and he made weight. It's just one of my one of the uh, memories I have of Jerry. Another weight-related thing I have of Jerry was putting the thumb in Jerry's back, what what trying to um, uh, in wrestling. If you put a thumb on someone's back, it gets them a little bit lighter. And I, 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 like, I'm, I'm having Donnie McLaughlin and went fucking nuts. What the fuck are you doing? And I, I know you guys can't relate to that. And this is kind of a random story for me to even say that. These are just some of the things or some of the times that I remember with Jerry. So I know that we grew up as kids. He was, he was two years older than me. Then I went to high school and I wrestled at Woburn High. Jerry was a, um, a junior when I wrestled on the team as a freshman. Jerry was a senior when I was a sophomore. Um, and after we got to high school, Jerry went to Seton Hall. But after I graduated, I worked with Jerry Summers doing foundations while he was going, going to Seton Hall. One of, one of my fondest memories, and it came to me right away when I heard that Jerry had passed away, was the time... When um, his best friend, James Gaffney, Gaff worked there too. When, when me, it was me, Jerry was driving, a Gaff, my buddy Rob Peel, who now lives in New York, and myself, and we're driving, and Jerry pups in um, the Lion King soundtrack. And we're driving, here we are, four guys, we're all, you know, I don't know, I'm, maybe I'm 18, Peel's 18, Jerry's probably 20. We're driving to, a, we're working for Donnie McLaughlin, for National Foundation was driving to a job site. Jerry pops in uh, the Lion King soundtrack, and you know they, we're all looking at each other, like, "Oh, is this guy fucking serious?" And then two seconds later, it's like it, it unison: Hakuna Matata, Hakuna Matata. Windows are rolled down, and the fucking Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful! Oh, we're just at the top of, from that to the the circle of life. All the songs. Be prepared. Singing the thing the whole way to the job site. Four grown-ass men singing Lion King songs. And it was one of the first things I thought about um, when, I, when I heard what happened. Now, I, I'm, I know I worked with this brother, Frank, and, and Frank and I have, have lost touch, too, over the past, over the years. Although I saw him recently, and I actually talked to him uh, just a day ago. And I haven't seen Jerry's mom in years. I, I just, but I have a connection with Jerry from, from literally, we used to go to the boys club together. We used to do a lot of stuff together, me laugh and Jerry. And when I found out that Jerry had passed away, I, I'm not somebody that is very well at expressing my emotions. It's something that came from my father. My father didn't express his emotions. Well, I don't express my emotions. Well, um, I could tell you that Jerry was literally one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Someone you could always lean on. Someone that would always be there for you. If you needed something, Jerry would happily do it for you. And he would do it with a smile. If you had something um, bad going on, he'd come with a smile. If you had to do something tough, he would come with a smile. So, Jerry 
um, was a dad, and um, he has a daughter, uh, a, a younger daughter. I, I believe she's 11 years old. So I, I, at 34 years old, my father passed away. And it was, to, to this day, I, it's, it's the toughest thing I've ever had to deal with in my entire life. There is nothing that has quite affected me in my life than the passing of my father. A man that taught me everything I need to know about being a man. A man that taught me everything uh, uh, to, to know about life and about how to be a good dad. I can't imagine what Jerry's daughter is going through right now. I, 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 God, I feel so just heartbroken for her and for the road that she has ahead. She's got to live her entire life without the love of such a great man. She has to live her entire life without her daddy. It's just fucking heartbreaking. I got, my son is 13. My daughter is six years old. I, I hope by the grace of God, we don't, I don't talk about God much in this program, but you guys know how I feel about God. I, I believe. And um, I I look for guidance from him. He's not a servant that brings me bread. He's not, a, he's not a servant that brings me water when I need it. He's someone I lean on and I look to for guidance. And I hope that, that that he can give me the guidance and the opportunities that I can live a good lifestyle and be here for my kids. With uh, uh, the, the passing of Jerry, um, I, I really didn't think much of it. I, I'm, I'm the type of person that I would do anything for anyone. I, if you listen to this program, you would probably think I'm a pompous ass. But if you called, if the bell rang... I would try to answer it the best I could. So the, the the moment I found out that Jerry had passed away, I immediately reached out uh, to Wuben Wrestling. And I my, my brother is the head coach at Wuben Wrestling, my brother Mike, and to the assistant coach, um, Joe Lazarki. And then I reached out to Father John McLaughlin, who is uh, a mentor to Jerry, a mentor to my brother Mike, and... You know, just a big part of Wuben Wrestling. And I said, hey guys, I'm, I'm going to start a GoFundMe page uh, for Jerry to raise money to help the family out to cover the cost of the funeral. Now, when my, uh, at, 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 everybody was on board. Um, when my dad had passed away, it, we didn't, I didn't have a lot of money. My brothers didn't have a lot of money. This is about 10 years ago. And uh, we were sitting at Lynch Cantillon. It's a, it's a, um, it's a funeral home in Woober, Mass, and we're sitting there. It's me, my brother Mike, Stan, Jesse, Jamie, um, and they're talking to us about cremating my father, and they talk, and they bring up the cost, and I think it was like eight thousand dollars at the time, and I and I remember of of all the things that I was dealing with and the emotion that I was feeling and trying to be there for my brothers and the loss of my dad. The last thing I thought about was, oh my God, this is going to cost money. The last thing that came to my head was, 
I got to pay for this. We have to come up with the money. We don't have it. And they're talking to us about the cost. And then literally, uh, light, light, and the darkest of moments came. It light in the darkest of moments came. While we are there, crushed by the loss of our father, I get a text message from Greg, from um, from Hillman, and his text message says we're gonna cover the we're gonna cover we're gonna cover the cost of the funeral. And I know that it seems like it's crazy to people to think, but it was such a big relief. I was like, oh, thank God, because I didn't know what to do, and. I don't know where I'm like, where the hell am I going to get the, where are we going to get the money to pay for this? I just want to think about my dad. So that's the first thing that came to my head was we got to do something. We have to raise money to help, help pay and cover the cost of the funeral. Because the last thing I want, or the last thing Jerry's family want, Jerry's brother's Frank and his sister and, and this poor little girl, this beautiful little girl, the last thing they have to, that they want to worry about is how are they going to take care of the funeral cost for their brother or for their dad, right? And and trust me, the, listen, the Barrys are good people. They're just like you and me. They, they, they don't have a lot. They, they make enough. They do okay. Middle-class working family, hard-working, middle-class American family. But nobody has an extra $8,000 kicking around. No one's got an extra ten grand kicking around to take care of an unexpected, devastating blow like this. A kick in the teeth that's just so difficult to get back up from. It, it, the death. And then on top of that being jammed with having to pay a bill to cover that. So we started a GoFundMe. And we were just going to try to raise like $5,000. And I'm just absolutely blown away and humbled by the generosity of the people that donated of the wrestling Ruben wrestling community and and the Seton Hall community and the, and the uh, the that's where Jerry went to school he wrestled up uh, down in New Jersey the wrestling community came together friends and family came together people from all around came together and and so far or or as of the recording of this podcast we're just about $40,000 raised. We want it, and this is in two days, and, and the generosity is it's humbling. Your hearts have opened the door of hope. Just when I thought that the United States of America, just when I thought this country was going down the drain and that there was just nothing but, I, I, as I call them, mutant liberals, just when, it, when, they, when I thought there was no hope left, no decency left in this world. When there was no one that would step up and take care of other people or to fight the way the middle class does, I'm wrong. There is still hope. I was wrong. 40,000, I, I can't even, I can't, I, I just, thank you so much for those that donated from the bottom of my heart. If you would like to donate, the GoFundMe page is on my Facebook. It's on Ruben Wrestling's Facebook. It says, let's help out the Barry family. What we're going to do with the money when we get it, we're going to try to cover the cost of the funeral, depending on how fast the funds come. Um, and then we're going to take the rest of the money and we're going to start a college fund for his daughter. And it looks like there's going to be at least $30,000 um, know, left to be able to start a college fund for her and set her off in the right direction. 
and hopefully by the time she gets to that college level, that money's, you know, upwards of 50 grand, um, assuming it gets put in and invested the right way. And she'll, she'll get to look back and yeah, she'll get to look back and she get to see all the people that cared and loved and loved, loved her dad that it's, Thank you to everybody that donated. Um, I, I really do. I, I appreciate it. Jerry, love you, brother. I'm, life is just so short. It doesn't even seem like it's been 15 years or so since the last time I seen you. I, I, shit, I remember running, doing the team run with you, and you always had that goofy-ass fucking hat on. But Jerry was a was a was a fast competitor. Jerry Barry was a uh, a, a state champ. Um, you know he's really tight. It's it, it's weird how the wrestling community works. My next door neighbor uh, Gary Layton was a was a state champ in wrestling, and Gary Layton got me into wrestling. I was a bum that by no by no sense of the means was I a good wrestler. I, I I was all hot. I have a lot of hot. I have a lot of passion. It, but I, I was just a terrible athlete. I, had I had a shred of athletic ability, I, I would have been a superhero. But 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 it, it's just funny how we're all connected, um, you know. Because I I grew up with Jerry. Jerry goes on to be a state champ. My next door neighbor, I grew up with. He he ends up being a state champ. My my brother Mike, I get him into wrestling. My brother Mike ends up being a state champ. A friend of mine from from playing pup water. Another one, Mike Ingles. Excuse me. Goes on. Uh, to be a state champ and, and every single one of us can connect back to Jerry and connect back to the boys club and, and boys club wrestling and guys like Mike Tedesco and Father John and John McLaughlin and, and Mike Capone um, being great influences on us in our lives. Wrestling is one of those sports where you, you have uh, wrestled on a team for maybe four years or maybe you even did a year in college like, like I did and you have a, a a lifelong bond with these guys. I, you could you couldn't see them for 10, 15 years, and, and the very second you seen them, it, it's like you guys are in the wrestling room again, and you're talking about old times. And maybe you, you hit them with a quick arm drag, um, you know, to, to to or over under, you know, to come in for a hug. It's a funny, tight community like that, um, and we all stick up for each other. So thank you for everybody in that in that wrestling ring that that donated and everybody outside of the ring that's, that's close to a family friends. Um, thank you on, on behalf of the Barry family. Thank you guys. Um, so much, so much. It's, uh, Jerry was a really good guy. I, I don't know that I'm going to have to, that I really, maybe we should, why don't we try the moonshine for Jerry? Yeah. Well, whatever. I, I feel like I got to liven it up. I'm not going to get into the topics that I, that I was talking about and we recorded the podcast early. So why don't we try the moonshine? We'll have a sip, a, 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 a sip, a, we'll have a little sip here in honor and in remembrance of, of Jerry Barry, who I never beat in Tecmo Bowl either. Jerry would always be Cincinnati. He, he, uh, the, he was the Bengals. That was back when Icky Woods was big, so Jerry'd be the Bengals, I'd be the Bears. I never, never fucking beat him. I never beat Jerry in anything. Matter of fact, I never beat Jerry. I never beat Jerry Barry in anything. I never beat Gary Layton in anything. I never beat Mike Ingles in fucking anything. I never beat any of these guys in, in a goddamn thing. 
And I always wanted to. I always did. I always wanted to. Always wanted to beat Jerry. Always wanted to beat Gary. Always wanted to beat Ingles. Never could. Never could. My brother Mike, I used to kick his ass. Kick his ass. And then when he got, I, I, I forget what, when it was. I literally, might have been when he was like a junior in high school. He's like, yeah, you can't kick my ass anymore. And then that was it. I never fuck with him anymore. Just, um... Yeah, let's try the moonshine. I, I'm, I'm kind of a loss of words here. It's probably one of the worst shows you guys. I'm sorry. We'll get back to the, the regularly scheduled program uh, tomorrow. But why don't we try the moonshine? So one of the listeners to the program from North Carolina is Matt and his uh, son. They listen to uh, Spazzing Out America's podcast, which is, as you guys know, a podcast that defends America against liberal mutants and hypocrisy. And um, he sent me up a little moonshine. Looks like it's got some apple slices or something in it. Maybe it's peaches. I'm not exactly sure. Let's see. Oh, that's pretty strong. Now, I don't know much about moonshine. Is, is this the equivalent to a bottle of vodka? Like, do I drink the whole thing or I just... It's not bad. Matt and son, I'm going to drink this in my hot pool. You guys, uh, thank you so much. It was pretty good. All right, guys, it's it's quite the short uh, podcast today. One more time, if, if I could. It never ceases to amaze me that in such difficult times of, uh, 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 of, of financial uncertainty here in America that so many people stepped up with big generation uh, with with gener, gener, gen, with big generosity and um donating to the to the Barry family in their in their time of need some donations um from you know as 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 big as $2500 and some donations uh, that that are all as powerful or all as meaningful as just a couple of bucks, five dollars, and everything here uh, counts and everything here matters. We wanted to raise five thousand dollars and we've raised forty thousand dollars. The money will go to pay for uh, the funeral, and then the money that is left over, probably thirty thousand dollars, is going to go and start a college fund for Jerry Barry's daughter. Now, I I, I understand that not everybody gets uh, this kind of uh, set up or something like that. Jerry was just, he was a really important person in my life for a long time when I was younger. Um, and I'm glad that we could help out. I you know, all, all I did is I just set up the GoFundMe so I did nothing. It was everybody else. Um, all those that donated and it shows that how many, how many people loved him. Actually, I, you know what? I left out Vermont Academy, um, another place that he went to school. They also donated a lot. Some, um, it's just compelling to me how many people, how many people Jerry Barry touched. He touched so many people's lives. He made so many people better and he was selfless, always putting other people before himself. Always. I, I, you know what? I, I straight up Jerry, I, here's, here's another one. Jerry literally no better off than my family. And I didn't have anything to eat. I'm a sophomore. Jerry's a senior. I didn't have anything to eat. I think we were at the Middlesex tournament. It was in Reading. Um, some other unfortunate events happened that day too. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, with this guy, Steve John Pierre. 
but um, I didn't have anything to eat. You know, I just didn't, I didn't have it. Like I have one, I don't have any money and I didn't have anything to eat. And Jerry himself really didn't have much either, but he split his lunch with me. He was that type of guy. He's like, yeah, pause. Not like he could probably eat it anyways. He had to make weight or something. Who knows? Um, but always quick to give you a ride somewhere. You know, this is back when you didn't have wheels. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a, I'm a sophomore. He's a senior. Always quick to give you a ride. Always quick to help out. Always had a smile on his face. Always had nothing but love and hope for people. Matter of fact, Jerry reached out about a week ago telling me how much he liked the podcast. And you know, it meant a lot. It means a lot coming from someone like him. As he said he loved the podcast and liked my message for the podcast. Said I need to calm down though. I'm going to have a heart attack. So he, he said the passion that I... Uh, he, he, he comment of... Um, you know, maybe if you're wrestling with half the passion that you do your podcast with, you might have won a fucking match. <sighs> it made me laugh, and, you know, he was always there. All right, guys, that, that's about it. We're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out um, America's podcast. Uh, tomorrow we'll get back to to the regular to the to the regular content. Uh, we have got we have got to discuss the forgiveness of student loans. We have to discuss fifteen dollars an hour. Yes, no, and I want to talk about if we get to it. This scumbag um, that threw a police officer in, into oncoming traffic. All right, Jerry, I got I, I got to end it, guys. Rest in peace, brother. Uh, God bless. God bless your family. And um, God bless your daughter. Your brother's a good man. Your family, you have good, you have good family. Your daughter is going to be okay. She's going to grow up to be a strong young woman. She'll be even stronger for it. She will be stronger. She will, she will prove you. She will make you so proud. I guarantee it, buddy. If you, if you can hear me, I, I have no idea if, 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 if you can or if you can't. She's going to be great. She's going to make you so happy. And she's going to be uh, just, if she's anything like her dad, a competitor, and also just someone that's that, with, the, with that smile on their face, she is going to be great. God bless and God bless America.